are back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Girl Club Radio. Um, so I'm here with my buddy. You can go by Anonymous or whatever you like, sir. Well, uh, uh, I'll, I'll just go by Josh. All right, so we're here with Josh. And uh, he had some Corona updates for us. In case you guys didn't know, Corona is going to take the nation by storm. It's already taken out the NBA. It's taken out NAA. A, A, A? I don't know. But it's, it's going for your heads. Hide your kids, hide your wives, and everybody in between. I don't know, dude. What are your thoughts, man? I think uh, the, the total deaths from it are just over 5,000. And uh, as I was saying earlier, it, uh, over 800,000 people in America die every year from heart disease and strokes. And... It's been declared a national health crisis. So why hadn't uh, why hadn't we declared the uh, amount of people dying of uh, heart attacks and stroke health crisis? True. Why would they put more emphasis on this uh, corona acute corona outbreak? I'd say when we have chronic cases of way more deaths happening with uh, uh, what more. I don't know, but you know, death, that's, that's a tough subject because death is death is death. You can't really put a quantitative measure on it. But I mean, looking at the numbers, yeah, you know, heart heart attacks kill way more people as of late than this coronavirus. How come we don't have the same uh, zeal to go out here and do something about heart disease or any other kind of disease, diabetes, I, w- I would assume, uh, strokes, high blood pressure, uh, you know, some of the precursors. To some of these diseases probably have way more people affected you know you may not have a heart attack but if you have high blood pressure that might put you in a whole different kind of tier of, uh, of danger so how come this emphasis on coronavirus is kind of strange huh yeah now, i heard a couple people saying how it could be uh genetically modified or uh, something with the 5g could activate I don't know bro they're saying a lot of different crazy things what's your what's your crazy theory that you've heard uh, and, uh what people are saying I think uh I guess viruses uh can come and go and uh I think uh a lot of uh health issues just being generally unhealthy uh, um from the start um if a person's stomach's not balanced and uh, they're in an unhealthy environment, like you say, with uh, 5G radiation or you know, other bad frequencies uh, around them, they're more likely to get sick. Uh, and I heard with viruses that after uh, each time it uh, infects a host, the next time it spreads to someone else, it's uh, it's taking DNA from its previous host and it's changed somewhat every time. Yeah, it's uh, if indeed something does work like that, there's not much protection from it. There's no real vaccine that's going to be able to prevent it. And uh, the only way to handle that is just like Douglas Adams' uh, book said uh, in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Don't panic. <laughs> don't panic. Yeah. Guys, don't panic. Because when you panic, you just tie panic energy into something that would, I, I would assume needs a little bit more stillness, a little bit more critical thinking. But, um, hey, we all can be great. Um, 
I've got a song queued up that I think puts everything into perspective. Let's take us back to a more simpler time where, uh, I don't know, I guess scraping your knee was way more devastating than uh, washing your hands, I guess, to prevent this mess. Stay tuned, guys. With a little love and some tenderness, we'll walk upon the water, we'll rise above the mist. With a little peace and some harmony, we'll take the world together, we'll take them by the That is Hootie and the Blowfish. Hold my hand. Um, I guess off of the Rhino um, label. Mm, what else? Oh, everything's brought to you by YouTube. Uh, YouTube is our current free sponsor. We're always looking for new sponsors. But um, outside of that, guys, it's not, don't freak out. Don't panic. Josh had to go put out a fire. And I'm going to go and contemplate the universe. Thanks for listening. Radio, a pack, a podcast by anonymous interviewers talking to anonymous guests. <laughs> nah, but seriously, um, right now it's uh, Eddie Harris, Harlem Edit, at the helm, and we're going to have a little discussion now with a brother who uh, I just actually met at the Grow Club. We're going to sit and talk a little bit about the climate of the day. So, uh, brother, why don't you introduce yourself to the people? Uh, what's going on? What's going on? Uh, how is everybody doing on this good day? Good, uh, good. What's your name, brother? I'm, I'm Anonymous Joe. Okay, Anonymous Joe. So, uh, are you a, a D.C. resident or native Washingtonian? Oh, yeah. I'm definitely from uh, the Silver Spring area, right outside the D.C. area. So, okay. definitely grew up in Silver Spring, Maryland, okay. right on the borderline. All right. Definitely played the D.C. side a lot growing up. Okay, good, good, good. So, uh, you know, everybody's talking about Corona and, and, and getting supplies and what it all means. Tell me a little bit about 
like, what's your take on all of this? Like, what's your feeling? Man, that, that supplies thing got people going in. You already know it's pandemonium out there, how the way they doing it. But I feel like people are stocking up on some of the wrong supplies. I think everybody worried about water, toilet paper. Mm-hmm. It really ain't nothing that's contaminating the water, so it really ain't a big water issue. Exactly. I'm thinking people should be getting more, you know, them, them canned goods, like they've been saying, which is a good thing. Tuna, canned goods, noodles, mm-hmm. whatever can make it through this little epidemic that we so-called having right now. Right, right, right. So um, I noticed that I saw something um, in the news earlier about how all of the infections in Africa came from Europeans that came to the country. Um, I, f- I found that very interesting. So you have a lot of conspiracy theorists out there now saying that it doesn't affect black people or it doesn't affect people with a certain level of melanin. I find that interesting. What, have you heard any of that? Uh, most definitely, to be honest, man. I feel like uh, you're right about that, how uh, they sending that around. It, it, and it is job, I ain't going to say, uh, uh, I'm going to say kind of weird or a mighty strange coincidence that it is job like only affecting people outside of the black community. Cause I noticed that on the map that they show where everybody's infected, Africa's the only country that don't have nobody infected. Right. So it's time to go to show you that it's something, it's something going on. It's definitely yes. something going on about it. Yeah, well, I'm gonna be honest with you. I, you know, at first I was kind of like, okay, you know, every two years they come out with something. Every election cycle, they come out with something. Oh, if it's not MERS, it's SARS, it's Ebola. Something gonna kill us, Bird you know? Flu. Bird flu. Look, I'm old enough to remember when they were like, the African bees are coming, okay? That's how far back I go. And uh, I find it really interesting, um, the fear-mongering that takes place. Um, what would you say, what, what would you say to, to, to young people? What would you say to, especially, uh, you know, young Moors, young black people? Um, about how to look at this thing. Man, to be honest, you know, I ain't but so old, but I'm old enough. I'm an 80s baby, so okay. I would tell the young people, man, <clears throat> man, things been around them. Been, they've been coming up with epidemics, been coming out with diseases and things to make people, I want to say, I don't want to say go crazy, but put their mind wondering, have everybody in pan- pandemonium for no reason. So, I mean, I really couldn't say, I say, out of all the, out of all the diseases that came and went, you know, we still here, so. We still here. I was tell the young people, man, keep your immune system up. Yes. Be out here drinking your water, stay strong, eat what you're supposed to eat. Yeah. Stay healthy, man, and you know, we got a better fighting chance against it. Yes, yes, I, I agree wholeheartedly. Because um, all of it starts with the gut. So if your gut is straight, you know, <laughs> your internal health is straight, you're good. You know? um, now, let's move, on from, let's move on from that to this next thing. All right, we're gonna, we're gonna get a little sticky now. I'm gonna take it up a notch. All right, all right, Harvey Weinstein. Oh man, 23 years. I think he deserved it. I, I think he deserved probably 10 times that. But uh, I thought it was really interesting what he said in his uh, defiant statement um, when they sentenced him and convicted him. He said, uh, you know. I feel sorry for the men and women who are going to go through this because of a Me Too movement. I didn't even know he said that. In yeah, man. man. It, it, you know, I'm sort of paraphrasing, but that was the energy, you know? I already know. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know, the gist of it. And- yeah, yeah. The, the, the arrogance 
But you know, the, you know, the devil ain't gonna bow, man. You hear me? I about to say he, <laughs> damn. The devil ain't gonna, yeah. That was that's a mean statement right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it go to show you they think they can get away with anything. Well, they have been. They have, it's been it's history. Yeah, they have been, and it's definitely something spiritual happening now. I think um, you know everybody's talking about twenty twenty clarity of vision. You know things being revealed. Um, you know, there are, there aren't grown folk conversations happening amongst black folks right now, outside of relationship talk. Oh, that's definitely true. And I think that um, we're doing it backwards. I think the relationship talk should come after we handle all the other grown folk talk. You know, um, I've seen friendships break up over this last little Democratic primary between Bernie and and Joe uh, Joe Biden. Biden, and I'm like, we're choosing between two old white men, one who you know has Alzheimer's. And one who's got a bad heart. And you're trying to convince me that these are my only choice, you know. Yeah, you're, you're, you're messing with me. You're saying these are my only choices. These are my only choices. So uh, are they your only choices, brother? Man, I say this. It's not that you guys say yeah, but it's kind of like they putting you in a position to where it's either vote for them or don't vote at all. Right. So it's like, to be honest, I, I don't even know what to do out of the two. But I feel like, uh, I think Bernie, I hate this, not to say, you know, I feel like Bernie, he uh, he just like been a little force in the black community for a long time, mm-hmm. low key. Like he been doing this thing for black people for the, for a long time. So it ain't like he knew to what he's saying. Right. He been speaking it for, for years now. So mm-hmm. I can't, I had to say if I had to go for one of them, I would have to go with Bernie. Over. You have to go with Bernie. I would have to. Especially after, you know, you look at Joe and you're like, look, he's punch drunk. You know, now they had him on Adderall or whatever the other day because he was the most coherent he has been this whole primary. Most definitely. I was actually shocked. You know, I was looking, I was like, oh shit. Like, he's actually talking like he he's present in the room. Hmm? But the videos that they have shown with the way he, you know, takes pictures with people and all of that. Oh yeah. You know, all of that has kind of messed me up on him. Anonymous one. Um, but yeah, man, so I, uh, I guess we're going to close out unless there's something else I've missed that you want to talk about. Um, I say, you know, we'll be back in five. Okay. Good (laughs) enough. All right. Y'all take it easy. This is, uh, DC Grow Club Radio. Be right back. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, we're back, we're back, we're back, we're back. This is Bro Club Radio, and I'm your host, Harlem Edit. Crashing the DC scene. Listen, we all like 
we all like mystics we all like soothsayers we all even mess around a little bit with you know our preachers and our um religious preferences but i've stumbled upon a brother that can really break down some astrophysics some metaphysics and um I just want to rap with the brother. So I was able to lure him in. We're sitting here at the Grow Club. I'm getting ready to spark. And we're going to have a little conversation. Uh, brother, introduce yourself to the people. Hello, world. How you doing? This is, uh, this is me. I'm here. All right. All right. Well, we're glad you're here. It's taking a minute to get to this point. I'm glad we're finally here. So um, there's a lot going on. People are sort of tripping right now. And I know you deal a lot with frequencies and the timing of the stars and oh man, that sort of a thing. Yeah. So what are you feeling right now? What's the vibe right now? Well, right off the bat, it is the year of the metal rat. Um. They say that uh, forecast sickness and illness. So, I mean, a year of sickness and illness. Right off the bat, we're dealing with the outbreak of uh, coronavirus out of Wuhan. Um, I don't know, man. I think it's still too early to, to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk frequency. And the frequency of fear, the frequency of illness, for those who are dealing with the, the chakras, who are sort of more in tune with the vibrations and the energies, what would you say to them right now? <laughs> get your vitamin C. Definitely get your vitamin C. Um, I don't know. Viruses are disruptors. So it's like, to some degree, um, thinking bad thoughts could be a virus onto yourself. Um, maybe think better thoughts about this coronavirus could be a better antidote than thinking it's going to kill you and destroy the world. Because I know even when you go see people when they're sick, um, just having a certain positive presence around somebody can help them pull them through. So why not, you know, create that environment for yourself and have positive thoughts about anything you take into your temple, you know, for that matter. And, um, you know, mm-hmm. now make it till you make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, there's a lot on the internet, of course. We know there's information, disinformation, and misinformation. Oh, man. You know, um, there's been a pervasive line about the Gates Foundation owning the the patent to the disease. Oh, yeah. And perhaps to the cure as well. Um, This is a... Someone who has um, talked a lot about depopulization, you know, depopulation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, what, what are we dealing? Is this oh, are we man. in a, a Orwellian? Is this the Orwellian America? Yeah, right. I saw this Netflix special called uh, Containment. It was put on by the CW a couple, couple years ago. So Wuhan and Wuhan, they have their equivalent of the CDC, quote-unquote. And this is just, you know, so, you know, I don't know how to say it in, in the Chinese language or with their health protocol and, uh, you know, how they would start to, you know, their Pentagon or whatever. If it's military, I don't know. 
how their their CDC is, but it is located in Wuhan, and the first uh, sample outbreak was 100 meters from the doors of where that building is. So I'm thinking, okay, walking home from work, somewhere in the bat food. Yeah. And who knows what happened with that. But um, the fact that it crossed uh, species is kind of weird because most uh, viruses stay within a species. Um, and, you know, I know things mutate, but things take millions of years to mutate. I was taught. Mm-hmm. Um, also, there was, I think, a traceable... Uh, endowment program that you that that went to the uh, Gates Foundation, as far as like how they had certain grants set up for certain scientists that if they went abroad to help with certain kinds of genetic research that um, created certain financial incentives for their own PhD programs that they right. had to progress in. You know exactly. So it's like gears turning other gears. What gears got turned in the meantime? What uh. Because I, I thought it was interesting a couple of days ago, um, you know, China came out and said that the United States were the ones. Right, they were attacked it. or something, right? They, yeah, that they released it. It wow. was the United States that released it. So being in a situation where most of us um, who have read any real American history have um, become somewhat jaded about what we're told um, puts us in sort of in a precarious situation. Um so really, you have to sort of depend on your vibe, right? You know, your third eye, as it were. Your third eye. What does your third eye tell you? Does your third eye tell you something else is going on? And all this time that we're spending at home, are you getting off of Netflix? Are you saying, "Om"? Are you there? Are you there with yourself? Have you? Are you taking this time to build your temple? Or are you just feeding into the fear? I don't know, brother. I guess some. Ooh, are you? Yeah. Are you a? Cartridge for this uh, Sega. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me update it. Okay. Are you a game for this? Are you, are you a battery? Are you a battery for this game? Are you a battery for this game? Yeah. Are they just utilizing? Are you human hardware? Have have we become human hardware? Right. You know, do they utilize our fear? Uh, well, Kissinger said, what? "Well, there you go. Useless eaters. Useless eaters." He was Secretary of State, so <laughs> yeah, Henry Kissinger. Henry Kissinger. So that's why, honestly, you know, it, it became a thing. I was like, um, for them to shut down the way they have shut down so quickly, yeah. it must really is either a practice in population control or something bigger than. So just you go back group. to the fact that for the New World Order, they wanted. Two percent of the population to be what was it? The Georgia Guidestones. We should pull that up because I think it says ten percent. It may not yeah. be two percent. Yeah. Well, but, well I'll, yeah. But but oh, talk talk about talk. So about. in the Georgia Guidestones, it's, it's, that people think that overnight these Georgia Guidestones, uh, they. Uh, one second, we're gonna go to a break real quick, guys. Hope you guys enjoy the uh, uh, UK sound system. <laughs> Indeed.
talk a little bit more about and pick up where we left off so it was the uh georgia guidestones and project 201 yeah so i know the georgia just start with the georgia guidestones now the guys the guidestones that are in georgia are a granite monument erected in 1980 in elbert county georgia now what they're saying is the monument a set of 10 guidelines inscribed on the structure in eight modern languages and a shorter message inscribed on the top of the structure in four ancient tongues. Now, <clears throat> do we know what this is? Uh, not really. But um, what do you, do you think this may have something to do with it? Um, yeah, I think. They they say that that was actually put there by the uh, and go to my <laughs> Alex Jones voice for this one the Bilderbergers and the, the, the <laughs> globalist national economists mm. you know that was put there by some people who ain't us and I guess a little bit closer to the apex of the pyramid if you see it that way um, and it's funny that the coronavirus kills two percent of its people that it interacts with because they say that if we keep growing how we're growing that the 2% of old people, and this is old information, um, would, would have been affected negatively, and then also some other 2% something. like So follow the numbers and whatever they keep continuing to use. Now, they bring up. Somebody um, brought up, somebody has also brought up wormwood. <laughs> wormwood. Worm, for those that are not, um, who are not familiar with wormwood. You're talking about from the apocalypse? From the apocalypse. Wormwood. Wormwood is supposed to give you hallucinations. Yeah. It comes from bitter water, actually. Mm. All of our water is poison. It comes from bitter water. And a third of the world is supposed to be destroyed. It's supposed to be destroyed because of the water. Now... The launch of 5G, the launch of, you know. Um, that 5G thing, brother. Come on. Oh, man. So let's go conspiracy theory real quick. Yeah, Sorry, well, guys. It's so interesting. And these Reddit uh, Reddit threads are, are real. Mm -hmm. um, real in the sense of, you know, makes you think. Um, critical thinking. I'm a critical thinking advocate. But with critical thinking, doesn't come with just discriminating information. It comes with taking in the information and being like, okay, well, this is obviously, you know, whatever. So I'm going down the conspiracy zone, and a theory is that the 5G radiation uh, messes with your oxygen molecules. It makes them spin because the wavelength of 5G is the actual wavelength of the... Uh, the, the size of an oxygen molecule. Now, 5G is mm. turning on and fluctuating, it's spinning these atoms, and when the atom spins, mm -hmm. the body doesn't see this atom as natural. So it's messing mm. with the hemoglobin uptake of oxygen binding to the oxygen to the iron molecule or something like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. and they've shown that the 60 gigahertz or 600 uh oh you hear that did it okay i guess we're talking too ill i like that because that that never happened until you start talking about something real so i guess yeah we are heading down some a truth bubble right now so you got the 60 gigahertz or 600 gigahertz wave that's been proven to cause or be can leading to cancer it'll create the environment for cancer to thrive or something like that mm -hmm. so it's just interesting you know it really is it may not be um, real may not be not real but hey the truth is stranger than fiction it is and i think that um remember a few years ago they were talking about how everybody was wondering why fema was buying all those caskets Oh, yeah. In Georgia, remember? They and was they kept, making planners, right? Yeah. They were, or what were well, they doing with that? Yeah, yeah. They, they called them burial liners. Burial right? liners. Yes. Yeah. And um, uh, I thought it was really Deep. interesting because, you know, what ended up happening, and it says the um, FEMA administrator calls for the, a culture of preparedness. And this was over a year ago. Really? A culture of preparedness. A calls that, for a culture of a, preparedness. A culture now. All right. Okay. Not a time. Not a place. Not a place. <laughs> you know, not a, a, me not, a mentality. Yeah, yeah. A mentality. Right. Of preparedness. Hmm. Now, if art follows life or life follows art, it gets real interesting because then you get to divergent. You get to a lot of these post-apocalyptic movies that came out over the span of two generations. Right. So you're putting that kind of energy and Again, thought out into the, the universe. The body follows the mind. Okay, so that's why. Well, the you, bodies. Yes, that's why they say free your mind and your ass will follow. So we so could, here, uh, you know, it said right here, FEMA coffins. Why do FEMA have so many coffins? They do not know. Don't they know something? They have over three million coffins. This was out of. This was first posted in October 28, 2008. Um, and I guess we can, can we let it play? Uh, yeah, let's see. Okay. We got audio. All right, guys, here we're, uh, we're investigating reports. That Brought to you by YouTube. Coffins in Georgia. Evidently, FEMA's been stockpiling over 2 million coffins nationwide, plastic coffins. No one knows why. And uh, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but it seems pretty creepy. They would have coffins. And uh, there they are. Now, at first glance, they look like um, you know chambers for septic tanks. Then at second glance, you realize, there's no trespassing sign, that they have ends. Septic tank chambers do not have ends. And they are stacked pretty high. They're plastic. There are acres and acres of them. I don't know what the hell's going on. Why FEMA would invest in coffins. It's kind of a grim prognosis. That one's numbered with the number 12 on it. I don't know what that means. That one's number 11, stack 11. We can't get out and tape this because I'd be trespassing, but I could open my door at least. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> that is wild, bruh. Okay, now that is... You should see it's like two football fields filled up at least five, six feet tall of... Uh, I could just, They look like big versions of planters, but yeah. like human... Planters, 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 yeah, planter, and that's funny because, <laughs> and because look, it's, it's, go plant it, some humans, you know, you know, fertilize the world, yeah, and it's on land leased by the CDC, okay, you know, it's all it's all out there. This isn't you know yeah. hidden information. No, it's, it's not it's, even we're not even trying to make a tin hat conspiracy 
ooga booga vibe. See, the uh, thing about conspiracy, I think it's a connotative, denotative meaning. Yeah. And most people um, come across the word. Now, conspiracy culturally means, you know, the end is near, eyes whited over, standing on a soapbox, God, this, you know, the apocalypse, revel, you know, the Bilderberg is you know, right, right, right. that whole energy. But it starts to discriminate critical thinking, yes. and that is dangerous yeah. because... This information is clearly seen. You can go here and look up any of these facts. Yeah. You've probably paid for some of this from some government grant that was taken out of your check. So it's good to know where your money goes. Um, you know, we approve. And, and you can go see them. It's in. Uh, it's in Mason, Georgia. It's not. You can't hide three million co coffins. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah, above. Kinda, not above ground. A little chills. I gotta. Yeah. Gotta but but, but I one. think that. Um, you know, it's something to be said about that. Um, now, that energy, that vibration, that frequency of that chill you just have. It's not good, man. It's not good. And why do we get it? Why do we get a chill? Right. When I, why, how come I just don't, you know? Well, it's fine. Huh. We've been having those for years. They know what they're doing. Because we also have a culture development of not to put the most uh, trust in those situations to get done at the expectation that we've been taught that they should be. Right. And I think that's a, another thing that's more chilling than not, you know. Yeah. Well, I um, saw this morning that the president, um, they're doing $50 billion to build emergency hospitals all over the country. Hmm. That's a billion dollars a state for those math whizzes out there. Um, well, Alaska gets a hospital, finally. Hey, Puerto Rico doesn't. Oh, okay. Province. I don't think Guam is gonna get one either. I doubt that. You know, but um, <laughs> but the fifty states should all be getting them. I just think it's uh. Well, solutions, man. Yeah. What do you think is coming down the pike? Well, what I think, I, I mean, me personally, mandate to stay at home. You need two weeks of food, three <clears throat> weeks of food. How much rice and water is it gonna take for me to watch? Now, is Netflix gonna now take? The fact that I haven't been to work yes. as an excuse to continue service, or yes. how does that work? Um, from what I understand, Netflix is actually going to suspend the premium service and give it to everybody. So how come we've been paying for it up until now? The premiums are outraged. Hey, hey look, check this out. Hey look, <laughs> hey, look, hey, look, check this out. Do we get that now? So do we get that as a, as a, a survival stimulus that they can refund into our account and that now anybody mm. who's paid that as a difference from what's being given for free now can go out and get some well, some, some toilet paper? Yeah. Are, hey, they, look, are they giving me, is this the white fund? Hey, hey, hey look, suppose that they're going to suspend mortgage payments. Hmm. The top landlords in New York City, okay, listen to me. It was in the paper this morning. The top New York land lords have said, we're going to stop evictions until this crisis is over. The L's have spoken. Listen, 
when the top New York land lords, <laughs> okay, it's something real. It may even be bigger than this coronavirus. It could be something that we just not. What could be bigger than the crown of the sun, sir? Orwell's 1984, brother. Because once you get somebody on lock, just like you know that if we're not, if Congress is not de declared war, technically we're not supposed to be paying income tax, right? We haven't declared war in a long time, mm -hmm. but we still pay income tax. Why? Because once a machine like the government gets a certain power, they very rarely give the power back. That's just not how it works. Oh, wow. It's just not how it works. I mean, you can look through history. I'm not, I'm just saying, you know, if you just stop for a minute, get out of the hysteria and just step back and say, what are the trends? Let me connect the dots. When George Bush talked about the new world order, did you think now, it was going to come overnight? Yes, this is George senior. Was senior. This is back in the 80s, folks. Yeah. For those, you know, because they might think children's do learn said this, but it wasn't no, him. No, no. Wasn't Mr. Find Out and Freeze? Hey, look, if you ran the CIA and you can't make your son president of the United States, then you ain't a good CIA person. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Cool. And this man this was the bad. He's the Peyton man in the. <laughs> you, he's the motherfucker. No, nah, this motherfucker was the that damn. Was the Super Bowl for yeah, him. Yeah. The, he's the Tom man. Brady of the, of the oh, CIA, man. brother. He's the Tom Brady of the CIA. Bad. <laughs> well, in that case, it's more American. Hey. Cheers to Bush and the next American uh, apple pie, right? Hey, bro. You know? Damn. But, um. Gotta respect the hustle, right? You gotta respect, you know, the game that they good at. You know, you might not want to get in that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the day is just the us that we wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Or choose not to be. Yeah. I don't know. So here's the other thing. Um, I was talking with a friend. And, you know, how do people set up uh, some form of equity if you're at, you know, switch gears a little bit, mm -hmm. but if you're at a certain social or disadvantage in a system that has utilized certain uh, cultural stimulus to continue, how do you uh, set up a... Uh, system of equality like how do you even come out from under something like that or do you just continue to bitch and moan and wait for a handout okay let's start with after today america will never be the same so everything up until this point may be irrelevant It will never be the same again. Yeah. The NBA is canceled. Look, everything. <laughs> it's a total shutdown Bruh. of human activity worldwide. So America's never going to be the same again. So I think that being. Is this the new order? I think being limber of mind and courageous of spirit 
Yeah. Limber of mind, courageous of spirit. We're going to have to drop it right there, y'all. Let's be limber of mind, courageous of spirit. you bring repressive laws coronaviruses unjust ways police brutality discord disinformation Just remember, welcome back to World Club DC Radio, and we are here, me, and another version of me, (laughs) uh, we're going to talk about a few things here with uh, Resident Anonymous. Reflection, reflection. Yes, indeed. What's up, brother? How are you? Doing pretty good. Good, 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 good. So we have a few things to uh, talk about. One of which is this new crisis we find ourselves in as Americans, as global citizens, as tax-paying citizens. We've been doing some research lately. You want to talk about some of the research we've been doing, brother? Lord knows. Like, it was one like, oh my God, what? Huh? (laughs) Say what? (laughs) No, Bill Gates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah. All right, so... I'm reading the abstract of a paper that was put out by uh, in February, February 1st, 2020, Great Game India reported that Indian scientists discovered the coronavirus was engineered with the HIV um, AIDS-like insertions. Now, as you know, the coronavirus is a, is a molecule that has these spiked uh, extrusions, protrusions, whatever. Right. Um, looks a lot like the AIDS protrusions, and that is because apparently it was. Can we stop right there? Whoa, 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 hold up. You said engineered, bro. Yeah, yeah, it says right here discover coronavirus engineered with HIV. Okay, so meaning that um, it's like uh, insertions. So it's a GMD, a a genetically modified disease. Genetically modified virus. 
Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yes, I guess yeah, by Passage, all intents yeah. and purposes. Okay. I just okay. Keep going. Yeah, you can get a get a patent on that pathogen. Mm. And why would you want to do that? So you can the things you patent are for commercial purposes. Yes. Um benefit humanity. Hmm. Why does our phone always do this when you start talking? About benefit I don't know. I need to shut up. <laughs> I'm just wondering. I'm just going down the, you know. It also says at the bottom of here, meanwhile, China has started using AIDS drug uh, for coronavirus treatment, which might be the uh, AZT pill or whatever other new uh, cocktail they have available for treatment. But shout out to um, everybody who's already... Um, Deep and intensive treatment for any of any kind of struggle that you're going through. Yes, indeed. Um, that is definitely real and a uh, a struggle that shouldn't be ignored in the midst of all this corona stuff that's going on. Um, you know, it's it's a lot of people diagnosed with a lot of different things, and I think we should all treat it as it affects life on an individual basis. You yes, know, it's definitely that important. But the corona thing is definitely kind of strange. And getting back to that. Um, yeah, so things that you patent, you get money for or want to get money for so that you can trademark it, I guess. I mean, an- antidote money. Yes. So probably they want the antidote money. Right, 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 right. And um, just the timing of everything and how you've got these great civilian journalists out here that are putting these dots together. And I think that it offers a very sobering look at what we're dealing with. right. Uh, this uncanny, this is a, the, if you guys want to search this, uh, uncanny similarity of unique inserts in the 2019-NCOV spike protein to HIV-1GP120 and GAG. Yes. Um, if you want to find that, that is put out by the Great Game India, and it has a whole line of a, uh, References. Uh, co-authors and references yes. and uh, yes. if you want to reach out to these people it's even posted on the CDC website so this isn't yeah. like this ain't WikiLeaks this is well, that's kind of what's out there so um, the evolution of it remains kind of elusive they found some spike glycoprotein which is unique to this uh, this strain mm-hmm. that is not present in other coronaviruses mm-hmm. importantly the amino acid residues uh, mm-hmm. interestingly despite the inserts being discontinuous to the primary amino acid sequence 3D remodeling of the suggests that they might converge to constitute a receptor binding site the finding is four unique inserts of the 2019 COVID of which have the identi- identity slash similarity to amino, amino acid residues and structure proteins of HIV-1 it is likely to be fortuitous in nature. So fortuitous it's in nature. Unlikely. That's, that's, that's the ominous part. Yeah, unlikely. It's unlikely. Fortuitous, which means genetically modified or somehow done unnaturally. So the say. finding of the four inserts in the 2019 coronavirus, mm-hmm. all of which has have the identity similarity to amino, amino acid residues and key structural proteins of HIV-1, Mm-hmm. is unlikely to be fortuitous in nature. Right. This work provides yet unknown insights on the uh, coronavirus 19 
and uh, sheds light on the evolution and pathogenesis of the virus, which is important implications for diagnosis of the virus. So anyway, the fact that it's unlikely that all four strands, the fact that this one, the four unique inserts within the coronavirus has four strands that are unique to HIV-1, it is unlikely that that happened naturally. Right. God don't do that. No. Nature didn't do that. God allows, but it, it does not do. Right. So, um, I, I, I just find it, I find it extremely interesting. Um, <sighs> so in a time like this, I think that it's important to come <laughs> up with... Um, yeah, during the time of the uh, Trump trade wars. Mm-hmm. You can start to connect the dots. Being, but are, are these just arbitrary uh, connections? Connections, yeah. Like, does the resonance of the observer create uh, outcomes that the observer is looking for specifically? Like, is this an unbiased observation in, in dot collecting? Why are these dots would be my first question then. If that's the case, then why are these dots? Why are they dots? In the first place. Because they are actions that are taking place by individuals that lead to some form of pattern. Right. So given that they're dots in the first place and they're leading to a certain pattern does not invalidate them under the guise of being a conspiracy theory. This is just no. facts. Two people can patterns. conspire. Like if, if you look at it this way, if you look at the word, you say, okay, somebody's going to build a company. You're conspiring to build a company. Conspiracy just means that you have all agreed to do this thing, whatever this thing is. Exactly, folks. Connotative, denotative meaning. Yeah. So even that, people say theory like that's easy, but theories have been proven. Theories have, when you say a theory in science, it has been rigorously run through by stiff-necked peers. Yeah. You know? Even gravity is still a theory. Like how is gravity still a theory, yet it affects me more so in the morning before I hit that snooze button. It's like I just can't. I just uh, uh, Gravity, right? It's a right. thing. Guess not. It's a theory. Yeah. It's a theory. It's a belief. Yeah. I, I believe in gravity. Yeah. Does gravity believe in you? Hmm. Are you holding it down? Well, that's a perfect segue to our next uh, segment, which will be spiritual tips to surviving post-corona America. Oh, geez. Let's hit it, Tom. How is America going to look after the coronavirus? Post-apocalyptic America? Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine? Well, first of all, <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> all the rights that we're taking. You're going to lose all of your gigabytes. Jigabytes. Everything on the bite. Yes. You're gonna need soup. You're gonna need the uh, the onion. You're gonna need more uh, garlic potato. Ah, uh, this don't look too good, bro. But seriously, brother, what <laughs> what are some tips that we really can do? Because I I don't want our people to feel kind of hopeless when they find this on a some drive thirty years from now in the book of Eli's real. I think that it becomes a spiritual battle, brother. The most revolutionary thing an individual can do is improve themselves 
be better than they were yesterday, physically, spiritually, psychologically. Always willing to kind of like critique themselves and constantly build toward, or constantly build toward self-improvement. So you use this time, you use this time. If you're going to quarantine, our prayers are with you. Yeah, quarantine. Like, how is that? How is being quarantined or is that a constitution? What about uh, your Miranda rights or well, under, did the Patriot Act? Is this why they can do stuff now? Because we've been at war for 20 some years. Um, under the guise of national security. Mm-hmm. Um. It's not just terrorism, I guess, no, right? It's a national emergency means that the president has money at his discretion to do as he pleases. So, what were you saying about the Bill of Rights? Huh? Huh? Exactly. Uh, okay. Jesus. Now, you know already in America that because of the Patriot Act, anything within 100 miles of a border of the United States... They suspended the Constitution anyway. That's in the Patriot Act. Wow. Anything within the border? So what about inside the U.S.? That's what I'm saying. Inside that, at the border. Mm -hmm. I think they said it was 100 miles. But there's a certain amount of space between the border of the United States. Interior. Where they're like, nah, it's just our rule. And it makes sense. It does make sense, but it does exist. You know. So, when you're talking about transmigrations. Is that to buffer possible uh, insurgents? Yes. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. It makes sense. But we never think about that because, you know, walls don't just keep people out. They keep people in. Yeah. You know, and if you get quarantined, they start saying, okay, we got to instill martial law, and all of a sudden you have curfews and, Mm -hmm. you know, you may be safe. You may have your food, you may be in your space, and they've taken care of your rent and your mortgage or whatever, whatever, you know, because. But when what happens when they say, okay, now everybody who's under quarantine has to get a shot. You got to get this chip. You got to get this different type of ID. What's to stop that from happening? Huh? If not that, um, the cell phone reception here, take this phone. It's free. Everything's covered. Yeah. Or any. I mean, how would you? I don't know, man. Now the and so the bigger, I guess, the existential question is. Would you rather step into the unknown and live outside the quarantine zone? That comes with the cultivation of self. Is the vessel ready? Exactly. That's so. Whatever you, wherever you fall in the spectrum of that question, that answer Mm -hmm. speaks to your readiness and your preparedness. What are some things some people can do, though? Get some rice and water. But uh, it's too late. 
Is it not? No. It's never too late to develop the internals because that's timeless. But, yeah. I mean, if you really getting rice at this point. Yeah. I mean, you know, you get rice at this point. You can get rice at this point anyway. Yeah. Always get rice. Yeah. Always have butter. Always have farmers that are going to keep farming. Yeah. Because they people are going to need to keep eating. I think, honestly, though, this is something that people aren't really discussing yet. Um, and I'm wondering if this is going to be true. I like to throw long passes and see if I'm on point. But um, How do you think that... I'm sorry, yeah, but go ahead. Um, I think this, is, this may cripple, if not destroy, globalization and where that was headed. Because do you really want packages from China now? Do you want shoes from Italy? Do you want beef from Italy now? I mean, it's Kobe beef. It's from Japan. Do you want it? Mm, do you I want like, salmon from Japan? Do you uh, want tuna you, from you want garlic from China? Do what you? else? The other ginger. Uh, I mean, think about it. Now you know Whole Foods just got busted because they've been getting their 365 organic brand from China. And you right. know, China don't do organic nothing. So everybody who's been looking mm -hmm. down at people who go to China Safeway, you eating the same shit. Right. So I think that internal business development inside of America, American farmers feeding Americans and feeding them right and feeding them well is enough of an industry. You know? What about all the... Uh American, I just watched this uh, Holy Chicken. It was like this, the guy who ate the uh, McDonald's for 30 days. Mm -hmm. He did an, a second one. He didn't eat a bunch of chicken. He started a chicken farm. And uh, he went through the, uh, you know, the regiment that I guess the chicken farmer has to do. And apparently there's a crazy contract system that they put you under. It's like, a, you know, one of these 360 deals that these artists would have. I, I, I kin it to that. You know, it's uh, we'll we'll loan you the the equipment since your your farm isn't up to our our specs, but you'll make this amount of money. It's sharecropping, right? Yeah, exactly. It's sharecropping, man. Look, I've always believed that um, Abraham Lincoln. Uh, and for something to be organic, you just need like a window open. Yeah, yeah. Abraham, look, Abraham Lincoln did not put an end to the slavery system in America. He expanded it. And how so? What was that amendment? When they ended slavery, mm -hmm. quote unquote, quote unquote, they actually expanded it to re-include white folks all over the world. What's Foxconn? They make iPhones. Hmm. The, the places that make the clothes for H&M and all those throwaway clothes. They become these factories. They become this plantation. You know? You go into the book. You need to take that. Um, you go into a lot of these corporate businesses, man, and there are eight or nine floors of people sit in the cubicles what's the difference you're giving 40 hours a week of your prime life to somebody else mm -hmm. 
what's the difference? And at the end of it, they give you just enough to get by, and hopefully if your body ain't broke down, you'll be able to spend 10 or 12 years fucking around doing shit you should have done at 30. Finally take that vacation to Florida. Damn. And you wonder why old black men are bitter. Because they were like, man, I won't be no revolutionary. Ain't no money in that. And they look up and they're 67, 68, 69 years old. And it's shit they fought for. They can't even really enjoy because they broke their minds and their bodies trying to get it. Now, what can you really revolutionize if you're... if? the people who put you under a certain system are now under a system greater than themselves. How do you get out from under that? I still think it's a personal decision. Self-evolution. Well, of course, yeah. Like, do not submit to say, like, you know, don't let that be your motto. And I don't, you know. But even when you start to run into certain gatekeepers or... Man, look. Within your family itself, certain, yeah. certain mentalities of, of success might be kind of foreign. Yeah. You and know? You just, you know, sometimes you have to be the ones like, oh, okay, he's the one. He's kind of out there. He's kind of out there. He's kind of, um, uh, not really pulling, pull, towing the line, as it were. You know, out of his cotton picking line, which could be a very good thing. Nitpicking about everything. Well, you know, if what you say is important, then what you think is even more so, and what you say to yourself even more so. Yeah. The mind follows the body. I'm sorry. The body follows the mind. Follows the spirit. Right. Well, here you go, metaphysical uh, break. What what do you think is the internal breakdown? Do you have the self, God, uh, what's different from an old person inside that's different from a baby that's inside? Okay, Will you deem the soul, the spirit, right. the mind? Look at it this way. Your brain. Because all that other division internally feels like another device of you know, Satan. All right. Well, your brain. Mm-hmm. its only function is to interpret what the five senses gives it and then it takes those assumptions it takes those observations and develops a database of assumptions and uses them right so your your brain don't see your eyes it uses your eyes it don't taste it don't touch now imagine if that was your god hmm. right and you're one of the many cells in the eye or in the breath and the skin or in the fingernail and god needs to know what it's like to be every single one of those different experiences so from the fly that just got swatted to the roach that just got squashed on to the little girl that just got sold to the brother who just got who hit lottery, 
all of those experiences feed back to the one consciousness because it's right. all one body. So your experience can never be wrong. They just made an industry off of making you think something's wrong with you. And it's become an industry. See, bruh. I'm going to have to chill on that one for a second. We're going to bring it back in a second. All right. everybody a little bit about how does prophecy play a, a role in this spiritually how does prophecy play a role how do we and is this 
have anything to do with prophecy. Are you a Christian? Yeah, I was definitely raised a Christian. So, you know, the book of Daniel, uh, Revelations, Wormwood, how does all of this play? And does it any of it play into what we see happening right now? Let's do, that. Let's do that next time we, uh, we link up. All right. All right. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, y'all check out the, uh, the Prophecy of Daniel. We'll close you out with, uh, with a teaser for the next show. Yeah, I went to, in America, Gil Scott Heron. Absolutely. Every day above ground is a is a beautiful day. Um, shout out to quarantine coming to a future near you. Yes. Hopefully not. But um, I don't know. It's looking like that more and more. They say they saw a bunch of a uh, bunch of different uh, military, I guess, heavy equipment coming in on uh, trains, on planes, train. trains, and automobiles. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta you gotta trans transport the mechanisms of warfare brother you know i think that uh we are we're at a stage where all of the prayers of revolutionaries and all of the thoughts and hopes and dreams of those who've been sort of left in a way uh, out of the american franchise <clears throat> I never want to say a dream because no one is promised a dream, but the American franchise. Um, a lot of their prayers, a lot of their things are going to come to pass, you know. And American. You mean crime, as far as the uh, the meek inherit in the earth and? Uh, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and the American karma, you know. Um, you, know, you think of the British Empire, you think about how they said the sun never set on it. And everywhere you go, everywhere you you hear of that they have some sort of power, had power, some sort of colonization set up, people still aren't doing that well. 
we're going to take a short break and we will be right back. People are going to handle this. I mean, you know, people are going to handle this uh, transition, this change that we're undergoing. How do you? Do you have any suggestions? I don't know, man. It's going to be something crazy for the uh, Starbucks crowd. <laughs> like people, you got people who are addicted to caffeine who all of a sudden have to. I don't know, man. Like it's, it's going to be changes that you. you that we haven't planned for as a first world country that we're immediately maybe going to a second world kind of situation overnight. Yeah. Um, hopefully maybe not quarantine, but they're, they're talking about it again. People are seeing military, um, vehicles on the move. Um, I don't know, man, it's one in America for real. You know, I was thinking not to be like a defeatist or anything, but no, it's just like, Oh, it's really yeah. like, I know. But I think that one of the good things is the it's going to shake a lot of stuff loose. And what I mean by that is these corporations are going to see that, hey, this is the level of productivity that I can get on a skeleton crew. Institutions, colleges and universities are going to be like, oh, you know, all that extra fat we have, all that extra space we needed. Right. Let's improve the, these margins. Let's improve these margins because all the jobs that they told us couldn't be done from home are being done from home. Yeah. You know? People, how long till we're like a vending machine? Hey, look at this. People are complaining about having to homeschool their own kids. <laughs> Don't know what to do with them for so long. Shonda Rhimes says something. She tweeted, oh, you know, it took like 90, you know, 90 minutes of homeschooling. Teachers deserve a million dollars. And I'm like, even though I agree teachers deserve a million dollars a year for what they do, it's not because I don't want to be bothered with my child. 
And then you turn right around and have that child all over Instagram and have them something that you brag on, like a rock or yeah. You know, like but a it's really not. It's they're they they're their uh, dopamine triggers because now they're uh, so addicted to the serotonin like system that's being created by these algorithms or whatnot. Um, you know, nothing is sacred anymore. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nothing is sacred, and that's why we're in the situation that we're in now. You know. Um. Well, I just gonna have to listen to some more music for that. I'll be back in a second, brother. Mm-hmm. All from the Indians, welcome the pilgrims. And to the buffaloes, the ones who rule the plain. Like the vultures, circling beneath the dark clouds, looking for the rain. Looking for the rain. Just like the city that stagger on the coastline. I just can't stand much more Like the forest Buried beneath the highway Never had a chance to grow Never had a chance to grow And now it's winter It's winter, it's winter in America, 
you think about it, it's really about your vibration. At the end of the day, this is going to be about your vibration. It may be about sitting with yourself and seeing yourself for what and who and why you really are. The vibration. The vibration. Yeah, this is a cumbias chicadelicas. Mm-hmm. Uh, some Peruvian psychedelic uh, disco completo. Have you done? Have you ever done psychedelics, bro? Psychedelics? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've taken. Well, I've taken shrooms. Mm-hmm. And uh, you gotta do that at least once in your life. Yeah. It's really happy. It's like the sque- it squeezes the happy out you for like four minutes, four hours. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Tried DMT before when I was in college. That's like ripping your soul out your body for a second. Mm. Um. I haven't done that. We've a lot of a lot of interesting, both chemically and you know, medic, not medically. Well, I had a medically induced spiritual experience. I've seen like my body on the table when I was getting surgery. Wow. Um. But then again, I'm thinking, could that be a dream too? Because sometimes you can hallucinate some real dreams. So in me doing this whole realm of unseen research, right? You start developing philosophies and theories about what is, what could be. You know, is this a hologram? Am I just uh, a rock with a soul? And I say a rock with a soul because, you know, evolution-wise, the earth was a hot molten rock. Mm-hmm. Got wet, steam, mm-hmm. germs, mon- I guess bananas. <laughs> monkeys and me right that's that's how that progressed over, over eons yeah i come from a rock i'm a rock uh. i'm a will the willful rocks <laughs> some rock music right mm. well from you know ashes to ashes dust to dust. dust right you know um but trying the uh, psychedelics definitely puts you in a space of knowing um and it's not you know again if you have some kind of uh latent mental issues or you're approaching the situation from a, a fear-based mindset um it could be dangerous. it could be a bad it could definitely be, be yeah absolutely be or having not the proper environment around you to facilitate your safety through the whole uh experience yeah, yeah, given yeah. that your first change in the, into that mental state which again is just a chemical form of you absolutely. if you breathe if you breathe <laughs> you stop your breath right now and stop getting that chemical oxygen Look how crazy you act. You don't even know that you're a fiend for oxygen right now because you, you receive it so so much. Right. But again, right. you start interrupting these very small processes and it start to sculpt out who you are, who you think you are. It's it's weird stuff to play with, you know, but yeah. that's in the resonance of And I think that's what you know with meditation and everything. What just not is. for fun. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely not. I remember uh I remember once um Getting some, re- I was in New York. Got some really good, uh, got some really good smoke, and forgot I had a dentist appointment. So I went to the <laughs> dentist appointment, and she uh, shot me up with some Novocaine. Had a lot of work to do, and uh, then gave me the gas. Okay, and the only thing I remember, brother, and it's, it was crucial, and that was. At one point, the sound of the cars outside, the buses passing, the traffic, the door that was being buzzed in, the secretary answering the phone, 
the drill, her instruction to her assistant, the music in the background and the vibration of the drill in my mouth was mm -hmm. all one music. Oh, it wow. was one song. It was one and it stayed there. And I remember, I remember what I heard. I mm. remember the speed of it. It was rapid, it was growing. And the, the overwhelming sensation that I received was, it's all right. Everything's gonna be all right. Mm. You know? And um, I called my dentist chair trip, you know? Yeah, I, no, that's crazy. It was I would love to ask our uh, our readers if you guys have an epiphany, please uh, hit us up and uh, let us know. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit on that for a minute, man, because yeah. uh, I'll sit with that. I want to hear about your out of body experience, man. I want to hear about you seeing yourself. Yeah, I've, I had a deaf experience that was that was crazy. Uh, I'm I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna get it together for a second. All right. Let you guys chill out on this uh, Peruvian psychedelia. Uh, Delia for a minute. Thank you. 
back. Um, so we're gonna wonderful man. I like those guys, man. Yeah, they really uh really make you think that the world's not about to come to an end, right? Yeah. yeah. Or if it is, at least like there's like a a dog eating some weird chicken wing somewhere <laughs> in dirty water, you know? Well, you know, I think that um, you know, I, I'm a firm believer in the Most High, and uh, when He said "world without end," Amen. I believe it. You know, I think that you know empires come and go, and economies rise and fall, and you know, this may be a time of purging. So we really got to stop and reflect and look at ourselves, you know, and just be try to be better people than we were yesterday. Yeah. I totally agree. Um, shoot. With that, I'm just going to continue to uh, try to uplift everybody. I feel like I'm doing like a Vietnam radio kind of situation. <laughs> you know? And, uh, but it's, you know, it's, it's keep things real. positive. Yeah. All you know, the, in the eve of, um, what do you say, the eve of the enacting of the Stratford Act and quarantine slash martial law slash you know for the common good so we're told for the common good yeah just made a connection to DC and uh this song so salute to the uh to the big guns keeping things jazzy justicey just looking for grassroots uh, restructuring no thirst hopefully stay hydrated stay hydrated you know get your cloyal your, your silver and mm-hmm. get your blue skin yeah get you uh, get your D your vitamin D black people yeah get your vitamin D your melanin protects you from the sun so a lot of us are vitamin D deficient that's important and most people assume the other way around. Because we go out in the sun, it's okay. No, uh, it's no. kind of the opposite. Yeah, you're wearing shades. Hurt yourself. You hurt, you know, yeah. So, you know, no better, do better. There you go. Push. No better, do better. Push. 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 Girl Club Radio.